What do you think? I think we're dead meat. Real dead meat. You're dead meat! Go ahead and laugh, you guys. If I ever find a little bastard, it's a business. Dead Meat. Welcome to the Dead Meat Podcast, an extension of the YouTube channel Dead Meat. I'm James. I'm Chelsea, and we're your boyfriend and girlfriend, and we like to get scared together. Oh, yeah. I got my glasses. Sunglasses for the paranormal pool party. <laughs> Lucy's here. Uh-huh. Lucy yeah. just cannonballed right she onto the did. table. <laughs> Hi, Lucy. Yeah, it's uh, we're on week four of our paranormal pool party. Mm-hmm. We just got back from Comic-Con. I'm I'm glad people are enjoying the the pool party because it's really saved my ass this summer <laughs> because I haven't had to plan week by week what I'm going to do it's just I'm doing the next movie so we were able to go do things like meet a lot of you at Comic-Con and I wasn't ripping my hair out with stress so cool and yeah. also I think now we're just going to do the next two movies because as we'll discuss I have so many questions that did not get answered. I'm by so this. worried they're not going to get answered. I haven't seen Ghost Dimension, but mm-hmm. by what Clark was telling us, I feel like we shouldn't get our hopes up. I know, but it'll it'll at least fill in some blanks. Sure, add some more world building stuff. I'm mm-hmm. I'm curious, so I asked you on Twitter. If you would be down for that, and you were, I'm shocked. <laughs> I thought you'd all be very bored of paranormal activity by now, but I think we are going to space it out with something different next week, like you know, like a fun game or something, and then we'll get back. We'll do another paranormal. Act- What's the next one? Marked? Uh, no, go- yeah, marked ones. Marked ones. Okay, yep. and then we'll do something else, and then we'll do ghost dimension. Yeah, because we'll be we done. we need a little bit of a break from paranormal. I, activity. Yeah, I think <laughs> I need a break from it. It's just editing it is. It's a lot of the same, you know. Watching them. A lot of the same. It is, yeah. They're kind this of This one same-y. especially, Paranormal Activity 4. Yeah, because I was surprised going into it because I looked at the score it had on Rotten Tomatoes and it has a 20-something. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of excited that it would be really bad. Oh, no. But it's not. I think it just has that low of a score because it's so much more of the same. Yeah. I really tried to watch this one with, um, you know, blank slate afresh. Because, like, I the reputation is that this is the bad one. Mm-hmm. And that's <laughs> Lucy's tail just thwacked you in yes. the face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I tried to watch it not with that preconceived opinion already. And, you know, it's not, like you said, it's not like a disaster. No, it's not. I actually was kind of surprised by how not terrible it was. Yeah, it's just nothing really great uh good things are the the kids i think are good yeah i think the actors are all good in this yeah continuing the trend with these movies the actors are solid natural Mm -hmm. the connect is a good idea yeah that is really cool it produces like the coolest scare in my opinion when the, the boys are like chasing each other oh it's like a retroactive scare yeah it's so good we had to rewind it fun scares i think that's an underrated type of scare where you realize after the fact that what you were watching was really weird Mm -hmm. where in the moment it doesn't seem weird at all but then retroactively you understand oh ew yeah it kind of there's some haunting of hill house stuff that's like that yeah i think and it's great oh i love when that's done well it really ooh, that that's the kind of stuff that gets under my skin but yeah i don't know i think like it's not 
an awful movie. I think it's that's kind of the thing, though, is it's like a proficiently done paranormal activity, which at this point in the series is boring. I think that's why it has bad reviews. It just didn't introduce like the, the connect was new. But besides that, it didn't introduce enough new things. And it just kind of coasted for most of the time. Yeah. It's also the paranormal activity with, I think, the least believable setup as to why all these cameras are rolling. And as Yes, I agree. This one, because in the other three, they're all justified and you and buy into it. they're done well. They're written into the story well. This one is not. No. This one's just a found footage movie. Yeah, because I... So, okay, let's set up the... So this is our, our plot in this fourth one we meet. Alex is our main character, played by, is it? Uh, uh, Detective Pikachu. <laughs> yeah, played by Detective Pikachu. Uh, <laughs> is it Catherine Newton? Catherine Newton, yeah. Mm-hmm. She was in uh, Detective Pikachu. and I, Yeah, that's why she looked so familiar, that yeah. whole movie. I think she was only 22 in Detective Pikachu. She is an actual 15-year-old here, which I would like to talk about a little bit later, because uh, there's, I don't know, 15-year-olds are sexually active, and that's fine. But, but just some... Some weird. of the ways it's shot. It's weird watching them talk about it. Like That's even fine because that's like believable. That's yeah. like whatever. But like, I don't know. There's a shot of her coming out of the shower with a towel on that's unnecessary. Some of her like French pose in bed <laughs> on know. a webcam. It's just it's a like, little I shouldn't be watching this. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's very good though. She's she, excellent in this role. Yes. Yeah. She is really, really good. I uh, also really liked her boyfriend maybe. <laughs> uh, like... Uh, ben boy as a po- as opposed to what well i don't think they're actually dating oh i thought they were i think it's kind of i think it's uh uh an unspoken relationship oh you think that it's because hmm. at one point early on in the film i think they're uh he's like you called me your best friend and she was like yeah and i think it's like a friendship where both of them like each other and flirt with each other but oh. maybe they haven't asked each other out and are officially dating. I don't know. Oh, I see. Which is kind of like, I like that relationship because mm-hmm. that happens all the time, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I like these two a lot. So this this teenage couple who, they live in Nevada. It's set in 2011. So this is how many years after that? It's five years after. And we actually do have a, like a kind of a cold open yeah. that takes place in 2006 with uh, just reminding you of the end of the second one, which this is a sequel to. Yeah. Because almost all of three took place in the 80s so this one's like remember how the second one ended oh, when... yeah because that would have been so long ago yeah it is kind of a previously on paranormal activity Definitely. thing it's like previously on paranormal yeah, activity yeah, yeah so yeah we get flashbacks to christy and then we get this little scene where it's christy and katie with hunter and hunter in that clip is like a year old he's still he's, he's basically the age he is in the yeah. In the second movie. Because then it replays the ending of the second one when Katie comes in and kills Christy. Right. And steals Hunter. So it's it's Katie giving Hunter a bead necklace that she made. She's giving everyone necklaces. Oh, did, did she? I, it looks like a necklace you would make. Because I think it has, you know, it's. I think it says Hunter and beads maybe. Oh, it was, great. It was definitely, I think, she, that's like her thing. That's what she does. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. And everyone just accumulates those, <laughs> <laughs> all these necklaces from Katie. So cool. I'm glad we have bead time kind of in this one too. <laughs> it's my favorite weird runner in this. Well, series. Alex has the the bead door. <laughs> she does that. Katie walks through in the end. I know. I was. <laughs> I just. I was laughing today thinking about how good it would have been if 
they had Katie stop and kind of turn around and then stare at that bead curtain. And then it, the, the camera speeds up like it does when she's staring at Mika in the first movie. But she's just looking, like, at, looking these at the beads. beads. Yeah. <laughs> Inspecting the beads on the bead door. Yeah. That's that her one great. weakness. That's how you defeat her. Yeah. That's how you get the real Katie coaxed out of the yes. possessed one is like mm-hmm. beads. Katie, remember? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but now it's 2011 in Nevada. Yeah, Nevada. Nevada? I forget. I think how it's they... Nevada. I think it's Nevada. Yeah. Let us know, Nevadans, how it's pronounced. Yes. But uh, yeah, so you know, the other ones took place in California. This one's neighboring yes, so we're Nevada. In Nevada. They went next door mm-hmm. because uh, Alex, like you said, this 15-year-old girl has uh, uh, new neighbors moving in yeah, across the got street. New neighbors moving in across the street, and, and one of them's a creepy little kid. Yeah. So we instantly think, oh, oh that's Hunter. That's Hunter. Under a new name, Robbie. Robbie. Yeah, Robbie is the fucking best. Yeah, Robbie's kind of the best part of this movie. I agree. At one point, Ben, when like Robbie comes over their house <laughs> and like shakes her hand, Ben's like, I fucking love he this goes, kid. He goes, I fucking love this kid. He like, shook their little it's, hand. It's when, I think he says it right when that kid is walking up and he realizes that he has Birkenstocks with socks on, which I also thought was very funny and is such a... You instantly, like, that's such a weird look for a little kid. (laughs) You instantly feel put off. (laughs) Like, maybe he's just German. I don't know. (laughs) The kid's got a great look to him. Yeah. A very, uh, oh, is this a little old man in a kid's body look? He's very adult in a kid body. And his line deliveries are nice and creepy, like, he doesn't like you, or like, he doesn't like you watching us. Yeah, he's good. And he would end up uh, being in one of our favorite shows of the past couple of years, Pen15. Yes, that's right. He plays um, one of the characters' boyfriends in Pen15, and because it was driving me nuts. It's like, Robbie looks so familiar, but I don't know what I would know him from. If I know him from anything, he's going to look old. Older and whatever I know him from, probably. just a little older, but just a little bit, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, he's great in that. He's such a perfect typecast for someone's first boyfriend in junior high. Yeah, oh, he's so funny. In I that. love him. He's such a good guy in that show. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he is. Yeah. Alex is the teenage girl. We have a boyfriend, and Alex has a younger brother named Wyatt. Mm-hmm. And they live with their mom and dad in this nice ass house. Nice Everyone house. in Paranormal Activity's got nice houses. I know that's why I'm excited for the marked ones. A change yes, of scenery. Yes, I want yeah something different. This is so like all four of these movies are just like upper middle class, maybe even upper class, just like white suburban. I would say this family's gotta be upper class. That's a big house. That's a huge house. That's a really really. Is this big the house. best house of them? We've been commenting I, on all the houses I think so, so far. I think this is probably the one. This that- one if you had to live in one, you would pick yeah, this one. Yeah, although this one, mm, it's it's bordering on McMansion for oh, me. Oh, definitely. But they all kind of are. Yeah, they. Are. Yeah, that's true. Especially the second one. Now that I think about it, second one's very McMansion, and that first one, I would just burn to the fucking ground. Yeah, that so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because the inside looks like shit. I'm sure it's a fine house. It just it's not decorated well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guess they're they're all kind of McMansiony. Oh, and also, uh, there apparently there is a rumor, and maybe it's one of those fucking unsourced IMDb I trivia. Guarantee, I guarantee this is Guys, bullshit. Don't rely on IMDb trivia for facts. IMDb trivia. I don't know what happened, but I feel like IMDb trivia used to be at least a little bit more, or maybe we just fact check or less. reliable. Maybe we just like. No, I just think it's more people use the internet now, and people can put whatever the fuck yeah. on IMDb's trivia. But never, never. Take Take 
an IMDb no. trivia at face value without researching it yourself to make sure it's true. Because apparently, and I believe it was from IMDb trivia, uh, there was a rumor that the first and second uh, films were filmed in the same house, and they, it was Oren Pelly's house, and he just remodeled it. And someone tweeted that at me, and I didn't respond because I was like, that doesn't sound right. But you know who did respond? Orrin Pelly. Shut up. He did fucking, he really? <laughs> he Wait, how did I miss that? <laughs> I don't know. He's not, I don't think he's verified on Twitter. Maybe that's why. Maybe, weird. But he, he responded. He was like, I don't know where you heard this, but it's not true. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Those it's are not two true. different buildings. Yeah. But in case you've <laughs> ever heard that and wanted to repeat it as a fun fact, it's not true. <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny. I love that there's such bullshit online that Horn Pelly has to tweet at you and say, no. No, it's not <laughs> Please true. Please stop. It's not true. He, Why would someone make that up? I don't know. It's man. so innocuous. Yeah, he, he did not direct this movie. He produced it alongside Jason Blum, like all these. But it's the uh, Catfish Boys who are back directing this one. Yeah, and, and, and screenplay an by Solman. Christopher B. Landon. It's, that's kind of what team that did the blows third one. my mind, because that third one is so great, and I, this one is so whatever. I think they just ran out of steam. And like, yeah, and, I wonder if I maybe they had a contract to do two. Maybe. And they, they did that one, and then it was like, well, fuck, we got to do this fourth one. I don't know. Again, this isn't a terrible movie, yeah. which I was a little disappointed. I wanted a hot mess. I know. It's just a little, it's just very mediocre and a little low effort. I think it's hard. I think that maybe that's another downside to found footage is you can't really have a hot mess found footage. <laughs> a hot mess found footage is just going to be bad and uninteresting. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there are any hot mess found footage. I movies. think that, what's that one? Uh, Grave Encounters is kind of a hot oh, mess. Oh, we hated Grave Encounters. I think that, that maybe there's weird effects in that. As but well. it suffers from just having seen so many found footage movies because, yeah, it's a it's a subgenre that has limitations, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think that's why this one feels so blessed because, like, it's the fourth one in a series mm-hmm. that's mostly doing the same thing, man. I will say there was stuff in Grave Encounters I did like, so don't at me. <laughs> it, that movie does do some kind of cool stuff. I don't remember it that well. Act. It's like House of Leaves-ish, right? Yeah, it's like impossible, it impossible cool. in sides of buildings that's always fun and yeah i'm such i i have such a weakness for that i always think that's so creepy and good mm-hmm. yeah that's great uh so yeah they got a little brother wyatt who's six years old uh looks to be about the same age as robbie across the street and then she's got uh parents and her parents suck uh they like never listen that to is her such a uh, an underlying thing in this that is kind of there and not really explored and that maybe creeps me out more the fact that it's such a not talked about thing i think maybe alex brings it up once that her parents are they pretend everything's fine and the parents are both very uh like they don't really communicate and it's no yeah (laughs) it sucks and that's uh i think that's fine to have in a movie and it's you know happens all the time but there are just a couple of times when it's annoying to me it's when they're showing the dad the video footage and they're like dad look at this crazy thing that's happening and he's just like whoa how 
you guys are so good with computer. I can't even work my cell phone, but you guys are you guys are so good." And he just leaves. And it's like, "No, man. Like, I understand he's a distant father, but like, you gotta fucking listen to your kids when they're saying, "No, we didn't do this." Yeah, right. You gotta believe your kids. Yeah, and then the mom has another thing later on where it's just the same kind of like totally dismissive to the kids, and it's just a little frustrating. Of like, no, fucking listen to them and look at the footage. Yeah, it's. It, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, because at first, honestly, at, uh, at some points in this movie, I'm on the mom's side a little bit when she's talking about Robbie. Because so what happens is there's apparently <laughs> some incident. We don't really find out what. I know. There's some incident where the mom who lives across the street, their new neighbor that moved in, has to be taken to the hospital. And so Robbie ends up staying at their house for a few days. And they... Like they put on Alex's computer at night and they have it filming her sleeping. And Robbie, she realizes that Robbie at night like comes into her room and watches her sleep and then gets in bed with her and like puts his hand on her. But I'm thinking, and the mom says something to this effect too is, I'm not. Like, yeah, it's weird, but my first reaction isn't being creeped out. My first reaction is being really sad <laughs> yeah, right. that this kid is probably kid. really scared and wants someone to cuddle with and is freaked out. But obviously in a horror movie universe, that is the incorrect answer. The correct <laughs> answer is Robbie is a fucking freak and <laughs> maybe a like weird immortal. Be- I don't even know. I was reading an interview with the, the two directors where this, the interviewer was asking questions about Robbie and just what the fuck is Robbie? And their answers were so unsatisfying oh, and so I funny. Bet. I bet it's just it like literally was kid. it literally was was them saying, well, that's something to explore later. We oh. Robbie is just a uh, he's basically an ambassador for this cult. Like he's the one where if they need a kid, they have Robbie and they go send him out to. So I'm thinking, is Robbie just a perma kid? What's the deal? Right, I would. Yeah, I hope we get some answers and goes to me. I'm not. I love the them. idea of them just having this weird kid perma kid yeah, yeah. for sure that's great mm-hmm. it's uh, creepy. but yeah it's not explored no nope. because should we just say spoiler alert yes let's at the, just... yeah because this whole time you're thinking robbie is hunter no at the end wyatt is why the kid in the main character's family because you you find out at some point in the movie that's that the other thing they don't reveal that early maybe enough. we missed a line earlier where they say that he was adopted but the way i saw it you find that out way late. Like at the end when you also find out he's Hunter. The first, the when I made that connection, and again, we could have missed it, and that's the problem with trying to review something for the podcast is I'll miss things if I'm writing notes down, but I'm pretty sure the the first time we realize that he's adopted is when we first see that the mom across the street is Katie. Yeah. And that's way late, really late in the movie. Cause she says something about, she looks down at Wyatt and she says, Oh, he looks just like his mother yeah. or something. And, and so if we missed the line earlier, yeah, then that's, that's a big difference because yes. if it's like, I thought, and that's the first time that sucks. 
that it wasn't introduced earlier. I especially after uh, the uh, is it the second one or third one that has uh, or the second one does it so well yes, right off the bat. Like the my brother from another mother. Good. Like it just drops it in naturally. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. And yeah. That, yeah. You're right. That's such a contrast between that one and this one where the exposition is not done as well here and yeah if it's if it is dropped earlier then ignore the next statement but if it is dropped as late as we both think it was I wonder if it was just a thing where they're writing the script and they realize we can't let on too early that he's adopted because then you know right away why it is Hunter or else why would they write in the fact that this character is adopted yeah Unfor- you know, unfortunately, scripts don't really do that, even though it should just be like a normal thing to have like that he's adopted and it's not a plot point. Mm-hmm. Like that'd be kind of a cool thing to see more of. And it kind of I, I was thinking during the last stretch of this movie, how much it kind of sucks that, oh, we're doing the adopted kids are weird thing. Oh, yeah. Because that's not true. I know plenty <laughs> of people that were adopted and are cool. Yeah. Yeah. If you're adopted, don't worry. You're probably not uh, a demon kid. Yeah. You're just a person. Probably not. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, we sought after by this witch coven for reasons. Huge ass coven in the end there. Yes, I I did like that a lot. (laughs) That was cool. Yeah. Uh, No, the first time we see creepy ass Robbie besides when he like runs away when you first first see him is that that soccer game they're recording yes and he's like he's just like standing in the background (laughs) watching a soccer game disappears but then they keep filming and fucking uh what's his name Wyatt Wyatt he basically does a look what I can do and then fucking pile drives his ass into the ground pile drives himself dude that goes head first into the ground inverted it it really was like a botched move it was upsetting kid you can't do that that move was banned in 98 yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh yeah um, all the moments that robbie just pops up in this movie is so so funny and i love i love it robbie's definitely my favorite part of this movie yeah Robbie's when they see him in the the treehouse which that got me oh yeah that's a good scare yeah because not uh, treehouse it's like a jungle gym that they have in the backyard because Alex is like this is my castle in the backyard it takes Ben out there and obviously Ben is like we're gonna fuck in this playground but then they climb up the ladder and he's yeah. filming and he's like oh it's actually really gross up here yeah I love that it's, like, it's way dirtier I mean I <laughs> yes every I mean I I did kind of appreciate that because in movies and stuff tree houses always look way cooler than they are Tree houses and playgrounds like that in your backyard are always gross, you know? Well, I think this one was gross because Robbie was squatting in it. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it was like his stuff like... Gross. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, that's something to be explored yeah, later. Yeah, oh, that's something we'll find out <laughs> in a later installment. <laughs> yeah, Ben turns the camera on and Rob, it's just Robbie's face. His fucking big ass face with oh, his bowl cut. It's so good. They adopt him kind of or whatever. They let him stay. I, Alex does have a point. Like, do you even know the mom or anything? Yeah. Because, no, I mean, we already know it's Katie if you're, if you're thinking about it. Oh, yeah. It's very obvious. <laughs> yeah, so Ben sets up a bunch of cameras. And it's like he sets up the mom's kitchen laptop to record. I forget why. Is it because they... Because, okay, so initially he sees when Robbie comes in to Alex's bed and puts his little weird boy hand on her, 
he was recording Alex's webcam. Yes. Being a teenage boy. Yeah. Which, if you're listening, don't do that. That's illegal. That's an invasion of privacy. Total invasion of privacy. Yeah. Uh, but he did it, and uh, yeah, he was. That's why he was like, I, I don't know. My computer just records it on its own. No, okay, bud. <laughs> Whatever. But then she's like, Can you make all the computers record like this? Which. No, you can't, man. Where's yeah, all that? I was just, it was like, no, you can't. That whole time I'm sitting there going, no, you can't do this. That's so much space. That's so much. That's where space, does this go? This that's family. bandwidth. Yes. If, if the, if the program crashes or the computer's turned off before it closes the file, that file's gone, yeah. you know? And then later, like near the end. We're turning the computer off, but it's still recording. Yeah. What are that's, we doing? That's the thing with this one is the setup for the cameras it's is bad. such bullshit. Yeah. I find honestly that third one more believable when we with the think VHS. Dennis is just going out and buying piles of tapes. <laughs> And it's, replacing them every six hours. That's more realistic. It's more than and set up this. better. He mentions that. Yeah. This is like, because okay. he has a job where he <laughs> videotapes things for a living. This is like, well, we, the parents randomly have like terabyte hard drives <laughs> because they're gamers. Yeah, <laughs> like a raid server yeah. somewhere in their house, like a fiber optics network, <laughs> yeah. shared storage. Yeah. Because, yeah, we got the kitchen laptop, we got Alex's laptop. They set up a camera in, in the, the living, living room, room, and that's the one with the night vision for the connect I thing, do. which I is like pretty cool. And then I think they- There's sum- one in Wyatt's room. Oh, with his little laptop. Yeah. Because he has, like, Alex's old laptop. Uh, I don't think there are smartphone recordings in this one. I think she just carries her laptop around because it's 2011. Oh, is she that whole time? She's I, carrying yeah, she's her lap- carrying that laptop around. In my around. brain, I was just thinking, oh, she's carrying her phone or around. Like a tablet or something. No, I think she's just. Oh, wow. She's just carrying her laptop around this whole movie. Yeah, because by 2011, we have smartphones. and But like, I don't think the streaming video is quite as big. Yeah, so those are the cameras we have set up. Like we said, there is a night vision thing with the Connect, the Xbox Connect, which is no longer popular, but at least they do set uh they explain it so it it doesn't require the audience to already know what it this is. This is some this is is an example of some this is a thing in the script that is explained well mm-hmm. that I think is some good writing. So the Connect and I knew what that was. I've always kind of wanted one. Because... I bought one for my sister and her now husband, and I think they got rid of it. Like they did, they didn't like it. No, I would have <laughs> taken it because the they the Connect has the uh, really good dance game. That's what I would do. I it's like the, the dance because cool I like game. just dance with the Wii, but it's dumb because it's only you have your to hands. hold. Yeah, but the Connect is your whole, and those yeah. are hard. With the Wii, those you can dance. cheat with your legs. Yeah, with the Connect the Connect like the dance routines are really hard. Like they're mm-hmm. legit dancers. Like oh, I yeah, want because wanna... it was a. Uh... Moscow thing. Right? Oh yeah, oh. I think Moscow was on just dance. It might have been on both. Whatever. Uh, anyway, so yeah, the Connect basically is it's a motion sensor thing for what was it for Xbox? It was for Xbox. Yeah. The that, problem is it probably spied on you. Oh yeah, I, I mean everything spies thing. on everything you. Everything know. fucking spies on us. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Nine eleven. Yeah. <laughs> Patriot Act. What up? <laughs> Hashtag freedom. Uh. So <laughs> So they have this connect and they, because again, it's a found footage movie. None of the kids in this house would be explaining to each other what the connect is, Mm -hmm. but that's tough because if you want to use the connect as a device in this movie, which is very cool and is done well, you have to make sure your audience gets 
what the connect does and i think they did this in such a smart way by having is it ben who's messing with the camera and he goes whoa look what the connect does when you film it with the lights off and a night vision and so when you turn the lights off and there's night vision there's all these dots all over the room it's like a it looks like stars it looks like a it's really cool looking it's like uh it looks like one of those lights you always see on halloween where it's the green like dot lights Mm -hmm. oh yeah it kind of looks like that and he's like oh see all these dots here these are the infrared sensors that the connect uses to detect motion so it can capture your movement so in by doing that and by setting up this night vision and by being like whoa look at how cool this looks you get him explaining what the connect does without it sounding like why are you telling me this i live here and i own this you don't need to tell me how this works it's very well done (laughs) yeah it's just i like yeah i i appreciate those little bits of clever screenwriting in this because it's hard to do uh there's also uh toby because toby they're talking they're calling him by name he's still toby yeah but i mean of course he is but Toby's avatar on the connect is like this creepy <laughs> and Ben's like creepy avatar there. Yeah. And then what's great is like it moves. Uh, and you know, the avatar is supposed to move like with a person, but it moves on its own in the connect. So that that's a fun little first yeah. scare. Toby's avatar looks like the good idea, bad idea guy from Animaniacs. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, I remember the name of that segment. Good I don't idea. It's <laughs> the light bulb. And yeah. it's that little guy. It looks like the fucking oh, avatar. Fuck, I don't remember what he looks like. He's kind of creepy. Yeah. He's okay. like a friendly looking slender man. Yeah, of. it's it's a little it's weird. Man. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so Toby is back in this movie and he's Robbie's quote unquote imaginary friend. He's introducing Wyatt to Toby. We get to kind of see Toby in this one, which is a lot of fun. Yeah, through that connect. I like I thing. like this a lot. So the, I will say this movie had maybe uh, the highest count of times I said, how did they do that for oh, a little man, effects and stuff? she's risen up in the bed? Yeah. That's great. Yeah, it's cool. We, we talked about this a bit, but Alex is, she wants to be recording everything at all times because reasons that I'm still not 100% on, I guess, because she thinks Robbie's being, she wants to spy on Robbie. She doesn't mm-hmm. trust him. So we get our first, it's like our... Uh, I'm just going to start on night three because I think night three is where like creepy shit starts going down yeah. with the connect specifically. We have uh, Robbie and Wyatt get out of bed and they're just running around <laughs> at night, which I guess would be normal. It's like little kids. You're having a, a bit, slumber yeah. party it's running fun. around and you see on the, the connect you see two figures you see like one being chased by robbie i think then the lights turn on because alex comes downstairs and is like what the fuck are you doing up this late but yeah oh it's the mom yeah what the fuck yeah Yeah, (laughs) one of them she flips on the lights and you realize that where that one figure was in the front it's not there anymore and you thought it was maybe wyatt or i did yeah but no wyatt is, is just coming around the corner around, now. He was behind Robbie that whole time. Ooh, yeah, I love that. It's so good. That's what I mean by things that are creepy after the fact. Yeah, because when you see the figures running in the infrared, yeah, you think you it's the two little kids. You just think it's Robbie and Wyatt. And then the lights come on and that front one is gone and the <gasps> Ooh, second it's one, so it's good. so good. Yeah, it, I love that. It was maybe my favorite bit of like fuckery with all the, the connect and just like creative scares. Yeah. As opposed to like a jump scare, just like, yeah, that was probably my favorite. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would love to, if you can think of any examples of 
scares that are scary after the fact. Oh, yeah, please. Leave them in the comments because I, oh, I love things like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like there's some good ones in Hill House where you realize in retrospect, oh, no, what I was watching <laughs> was just deeply fucked up and I had no idea. Yeah, so uh, there's like, you know, just random spooky stuff. There's like a trail of toys that Alex finds and she follows them into uh, Robbie and Wyatt's room. And Robbie's like, he doesn't like you watching us. And then she almost gets crushed by a chandelier falling. Yes, oh my God. One of two giant chandeliers. One of two identical giant chandeliers. Actually, they might. there might be more than two because when the dad's calling That's about them, right. he's like, oh uh, yeah, we he's had like, like- I ordered a dozen of these. <laughs> <laughs> you installed them last week and one almost killed my, yeah, just dozens of them in my home. I'm, I'm going to have to have you come over and check the bathroom chandeliers <laughs> and the pantry chandeliers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that'd be great if that that scene we'll, we'll get to later but where that knife falls right in front of the laptop which is another chandelier <laughs> <laughs> the, the kitchen island chandelier yeah <laughs> yeah he pulls a fucking fan of the opera and tries to just straight up kill her with a chandelier and then uh across the street some cars start to appear uh on night six yeah. at robbie's house party and she, at robbie's house alex just goes over there trespassing yeah <laughs> With the the camera, I think, not the laptop. I was with the yeah. <laughs> yeah just, this but, is why I was. So she has a camera as well. It's I, it might be the living room camera. I don't know. I it yeah. It's see, not set it, up well, man. Yeah, it's weird. The other three movies, I have a very solid idea of how many cameras there are and what they're using when they're filming certain things. Mm -hmm. This is like, I don't really know like what she's carrying around this whole time. Yeah. But yeah, she goes over there and she just opens the front gate. She does this a couple times. They do it early in the movie too, where she's like, "Oh, the new neighbors are moving in. Me and uh, Ben are going to this party. Oh, let's take the shortcut because the old neighbors apparently used to let them do that. So they just decide to do that with these new neighbors, which that's trespassing. Yeah, come on, you got yeah, one that's trespassing. I don't know what Nevada's laws are, but in <laughs> right. some states, you know. <laughs> yeah, pro tip: if you're not from America, uh, if you ever visit here. Don't take a shortcut Don't through someone's pass. yard. It doesn't really matter what state. I just assume you can't and assume everyone has a gun. <laughs> don't do it. Just don't do it. But yeah, so she opens up this front gate and there's a, a, a spooky old lady. Lots of old spooky. Can I help you? Can I, <laughs> spooky lady scares. <laughs> Runs away. Wrong house. Sorry. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I, I don't know how to talk about this without just listing the spooky stuff. That's kind of another thing. Another note I had about this movie that the other movies, as much as, yes, they are kind of a series of day, then night, then day. And we mentioned this as kind of a um, a flaw in two where it there it lulls a little bit. There's kind of a, a drag where it just it's like, OK, we're doing day and then we're doing night and something is spooky. And then it's day and then night. And so it's that's what most of this movie feels like. Mm -hmm. And it sucks that there's a little stretch of it in two and that's to me the low point of that movie and that's what a lot of this is is it's just we're alternating day and night and something creepy happens but there's not much character development yeah that's what the third and i mean honestly the first three do really well as they balance the yeah okay there's weird stuff going on but every day it feels like there is a shift in the family dynamic there's some kind of not even like character development, but the characters are at least feeling differently about the situation. And it, it feels like it's constantly escalating and maybe they're like meant they're you know, they're, they're 
mental situations are we see them deteriorate pretty much but this just kind of always feels like it's at a certain level it's very flat definitely and they're still doing which they've done with all these movies the night whatever date and then like each night it says night four night six uh november 12th whatever and in the first movie that felt so purposeful like, it was documenting Mika's documentation yes. of all this. It was showing us that. And it was like, oh, man, they're on, like, day 20 of this. Like, this shit feels really heavy. And now it just feels perfunctory and that they're just doing it because that's what the series does. It, when it says night number nine, I'm I'm like, okay, so? Because you just showed me day number eight beforehand and everything still felt the same. I feel like just in in the universe of these movies... The reason that these are edited together is by the end of this movie, some kind of murder has to happen or else why bother editing this together? This has to be some kind of active investigation or this is for some purpose. But it's, yeah, that first one, it feels so much more purposeful. Yeah, it it's feels like Mika bought a camera. This is night one with the camera yeah. recording. Cool. Yeah, and that's like I said, you that one you even kind of get the touches of like whatever invisible characters editing this after the fact, whether it's like an investigator or something. Whereas this one is like, is this part of the same case? Like, because it kind of feels like it, but then it's also kind of odd that if this was part of some investigation that's ongoing, that there would be like a recap at the beginning of it. <laughs> I don't know. It's just. Yeah, it's just, it feels like it's kind of lost its purpose and form. I feel like if you are going to get this far into the series, you got to start framing, especially this one where it, it at first feels so removed from the other three, even though it's not, we get that it is linked to the other three, but you got to almost have it edited differently or or have it be part of like a different, um like, it's found footage and people who found it realized, oh, it's connected to this crazy shit that's Ooh. been going on in California. But maybe it was part of something different originally in Nevada. Like have it actually re- like feel very separate. And then it comes together at the end that no, it's it is part of the story of the first three. Yeah. There yeah. are a lot of ways to do it. Yeah. And <laughs> I think maybe that would if, if you made it stylistically different, I think then you can write it in earlier that why it's adopted and not have it raise any red flags. Mm. Um, Problem though, is that how many people going to see this in a theater are going to remember the first three. Yeah. They came out year after year after year, but still, but this one didn't. It did. It did. Mm -hmm. I think it came out in 2012. Oh, I see. They came out like the wide release of the first one was 2009. And then it was 10, 11, 12. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. But oh, still. I think I'm just getting I'm getting my timelines confused because Wait. that first one is filmed so much earlier than yeah. it came out, and then we jump back to like the '80s, and now we're so many years ahead of that second one. Got mm-hmm. it. I see. Yeah, this was the yearly Halloween tradition after Saw. Yeah, uh, retired. It's like either you gotta go in a hundred percent on trusting that your audience cares about this narrative, which if you think that they do, which they clearly think the audience does because they're choosing to continue the story of Katie and Hunter and all Mm -hmm. that you either have to like 
choose to go in hard on that and maybe trust that your audience remembers it because if you think they care about it they probably remember the first three and then don't don't include a recap don't don't imply that this is connected at all to those first three and then I think it's more fun of a reveal when you realize that Wyatt is Hunter yeah you know I don't know some of the creepy stuff that happens uh is a overt shining reference of this kid riding around oh boy around i didn't even trike. write that i just wrote like yeah we got a we got a big wheel like yeah, it's riding shining. around the big house also <laughs> imagine having a house big enough to where you can just ride a big yeah wheel around. no shit or a house where as we discussed the 15 year old teenage girl has her own bathroom attached to her room you're rich if you had your own bathroom growing up oh my god i'm can saying you imagine? it yeah <laughs> But it's true. <laughs> I, I just hear all your horror stories of the shared bathroom at the Rebecca house. Yeah, it's With sucks. you and a younger sister and your parents. I mean, yeah. I mean, I grew up in a very small house, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is tough when you're a teenager. That's not, there's no, there's no privacy. Room. I didn't even have friends over really because like, where would we all hang out? It's uh, just. That's why we had the basement. I know. we had. I mean, my house had a basement, but it was like kind of just gross. Yeah. 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 Well, so was ours, but we were, <laughs> yeah, you, we were teenage you boys. You do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So there's like a rides around the bike. The bike rides itself. And he's like, oh, cool. He goes, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. There's another tiny door, I think, in his room. He's got a little tiny door because they draw inside oh, yeah. it. Like they, they write and the apparently name. that's where Robbie sleeps. Is it? No, he, he has a bunk bed. Is he in the bed or is he asleep in the... I think he's in I the I think I was bed. reading the Wikipedia recap and it was saying... No, he's not Harry Potter. <laughs> they don't fucking just shove him in a... <laughs> no, but I think it was like, here, you have this bed and then he would go sleep in the closet. Oh, sure, maybe. I don't know. No, I'd be kind of fucked. Him. <laughs> like, no wonder he's freaking out and... We'll take in, little boy. Just get into our closet. Yeah. It locks from the outside. <laughs> <laughs> They're drawing the symbol, the circle. Was it the circle inside the triangle, or is the triangle in from inside? It's a, a circle. circle inside a triangle. Okay, and they call it a had had two C symbol of fertility. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. There's more, yeah, kind of world building with this cult, and I don't know how much of this is based on real life, you know, symbols, and because the Hittites are real, mm-hmm. but I don't know how much of this stuff is real. <laughs> Yeah, there is the thing where the knife, like the mom's chopping some vegetables and then she turns around and the knife goes up into that the was air. Cool. Yeah, that was cool. I wanted a better payoff. I know, because it's such a cool thing. It goes up and then she's like looking around and she doesn't see it and she's like, I must where be crazy. Where did I put this knife? Yeah, and she gets and a new so one. so you just, in the back of your head, you know that that knife is presumably on the ceiling. It's I don't just know, stuck up there. Because we get wide shots from the living room camera. And uh, I wasn't looking, but I feel I like I would have noticed had there been a That'd knife. That'd be great if you could see the knife that whole time. But like the family would have noticed a knife on the ceiling yeah, from that. I think you know? if we're just, I'm, yeah, I think I'm kind of looking at our, our apartment and yeah, there's a knife on the ceiling. I would see you it. Notice, yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, what the, there's a knife up there. So I think it goes up and just disappears into the other. But like, then the scene cuts, and so this knife is gone for a long time. And so the whole time, like you said, you're like, when's that knife going to drop? Yeah, because it has to. And it does later, and it just scares the dad. Yeah, because the dad, and this is the scene, too, where the dad turns off the computer that keeps filming. But is still... Rec- <sighs> or was it he tried to... But even if you try and turn a computer, I don't know. Yeah, that 
so the dad it's like it's basically just a view like right up this dad's nose because <laughs> the dad is on this laptop and he tries turning it off and when he walks away from it it turns itself back on and he walks back and he's kind of leaning basically over the laptop camera and you're thinking oh my god this is where this knife would if it was on the ceiling it's hanging right over his head i wa- i just wanted it to drop on him so bad or like on his hand yes on his, his hand arm. or something and he was leaning in really close to the camera and i'm thinking oh my god it's gonna go through his neck or some shit but no he just he walks away and then the knife falls and just kind of scares him and then and that's when the mom is the <laughs> unbelievably right. dismissive because she comes down and i guess they had been fighting and she's like just come back upstairs he's holding a knife and is like this, dude, knife, this just knife just fell came out, out of, of nowhere. nowhere. And she's like, okay, just come back upstairs. It's like, no, dude, one, he looks crazy and scary. Yeah. Standing there with a fucking kitchen knife after they had an argument. Maybe don't act so nonchalant. <laughs> yeah. But two, just listen to him for one fucking second. Communicate. I get that they're a, a couple that is, you know, on the ropes, but. Yeah. And I guess to give some kind of context if have, if you've seen liar liar the dad in this movie is just jim carrey and liar liar <laughs> he's just he's like late for the birthday party at the beginning he misses soccer yeah, and stuff yeah, and, this dad sucks. you know he misses his kid's birthday again and then wyatt makes a wish that his dad will <laughs> be killed by a demon or dude something. speaking of liar liar remember the elevator scene where it's like everyone's yes. been so nice to me it's that's because your your jokes yeah, yeah, are yeah, big yeah, yeah. That woman is the mom in Final Destination 3D who, like, uh, she gets, like, a a stone chucked through her eye and she has, like, the shitty kids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, wow. Oh, and the lady with the boobs from Liar Liar. Yep. Nice. Uh, (laughs) But on a sadder note as far as actors go, the guy who played the dad in this, uh, what's his name? Stephen Dunham, who was also in The Mummy as one of the Americans who goes and fucks with the mummy stuff and then he gets like killed by the mummy he died right after they filmed this on on his 48th birthday by a heart attack god and that fucking sucks dude yeah and, and then, then even worse is that the mom in this movie was his real life wife they they played a married couple and were married in real life and he died right after filming this before it came out so it was dedicated to him on his floor, oh, how how man. could that woman ever watch this movie? I know, and see like them together, them arguing together as a couple, and then knowing it was the last thing he did before dying shortly after oh, production. That fucking sucks, man. Dude. I like almost wish I didn't know that. That's so. Sad. I know. So sorry to bring everyone down, but I mean the dad did a good job in this. No, I keep saying the parents are shitty, but like that's the they're, characters. They're believable as these. Like they're extremely believable. Yeah, like I know characters. that dad. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're very like yeah, upper mm-hmm. crusty like white parents, detached, removed parents. Yeah. yeah, like the mom giving Alex one of her sleeping pills. Oh and yeah, she's just like on, her she's, she's fucking on the couch drinking wine. It's like I gave Alex one of my pills, so she'll go the fuck to bed. Yeah, so she get the fuck out of here. Um, or earlier when she's like, who's she asking if they want cheese? You want oh some cheese? yeah, I forget. Who. She's like, you want cheese? You want cheese? She just. I think if they're having dinner and she's asking why if he wants cheese, why want cheese? Why <laughs> sounds cheese? like she's talking to a dog because dogs love cheese, cheese, man. Dogs love cheese. A more fun casting thing that I I just noticed now. Yeah, you know how like Frank Welker is in a fucking everything. Yeah, the voice actor Frank Welker as vocal effects slash Toby. <laughs> <laughs> Unfucking believable. Oh, that's hilarious. He's in 
everything. Go to his IMDb. Frank Walker has voiced everything you love. Who's uh? What's his big big role? I mean, he's Scooby Doo. Oh, or he um. Oh fuck! I think he. I always mix up who is who because I feel like there's kind of some doubling of like voice actors in those. But he's definitely Fred in Scooby Doo. Oh, but I think he also did Scooby Doo because I know Shaggy was Casey Kasem. Casey Kasem. Casey Kasem. Yeah, I don't know. He's in everything that you like. Mm-hmm. He's uh, again. I don't, I don't know why I always remember this, but uh, Michael Jordan's dog in Space Jam, who's not really a, a character. He just happens to own a dog. And they needed the dog to make dog noises, so they got Frank Walker to come in and do it. <laughs> also, I'm glad that knife was taken away from that mom because she like grabs another one and wipes <laughs> it off. To wipe it off with a towel on the blade <laughs> Just blood side. Everywhere. Yeah. Oh, oh God! One, you're dulling the blade with your towel. It's getting fibers everywhere. Yeah. Two, you're gonna fucking slice her hand open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably drunk making her peppers or whatever she's chopping up she chopped so many peppers that recipe was like keep chopping the red peppers peppers. keep chopping peppers we're just making peppers uh the toby appears on the infrared at least once more he's got like a little weird alien boy body it's fucking gross and i love it it's so oh i want to know how they did that Mm -hmm. i want to know how they did the shot where it cuts from them running to the lights going on and there's nothing there because it looks so fluid. I want I want to know how they got the rights to have SpongeBob playing on the laptop when that kid's oh, in the tub. I wonder if it's it. you only hear it for a little bit. And I think that that's kind of a not a thing where it's oh if you play less than 30 seconds it's fine. I don't that's, think that's no, actually that's true. Thing. That's not a thing. But they don't play that much SpongeBob because he's watching SpongeBob why it is to clarify and then he goes to take a bath and he brings his laptop with him to this big ass bathtub. It looks like a pretty nice setup. Yeah, it looks like a fucking cool tub. But then he's not dude. watching SpongeBob, he's just watching generic cartoon yeah. sounds. There's not even voices. It's but just prior like to that, boing, boing. it is clearly Patrick, SpongeBob and Squidward. Squidward yeah. <laughs> like... Honestly, I think if I listened more closely, I could probably tell you what episode it was. <laughs> Oh yeah, and then oh yeah, and that that's a thing where he's pulled under in the bathtub and he's under the water for a long time. That was spooky. That was getting spooky. pulled in the bathtub. And he just comes back up. But yeah, all these are just like they're so such isolated yeah. spookiness. Yeah. There's not much um dread in this one compared to the earlier ones. These kind of just feel like Oh, there's a scare, and then some stuff happens, and there's a scare. It doesn't feel as atmospheric, which is a bummer. Mm-hmm. After Alex gets that sleeping pill from her mom, that's when she's passed out in her room, and Wyatt comes into her room, and like she just elevates above yeah. the bed, like, Does he, back arch. He like levitates her, and that's when I don't know how they fucking did it, but it looks fucking cool. Yeah, it looks real good. That is, yeah. Again, that's something I'll say in this series' favor is it's the. I can't think of another string of movies I've watched recently where I'm like, how do they do that? Mm. You know, because I don't think these have crazy budgets or at least they're, you know, the later ones. They still they look like they don't. Maybe these later ones, uh, they gave them more money so they could do stuff like this. But it's just a really nice effect. It looks good. It doesn't look like there was any CG involved, like all the physics of it are, I just, I just, I'm so curious how they did it. Yeah. Cause it's all very smooth and it is. I think the only times it sometimes looks a little obvious CG, I think in uh, part three is when kids are getting dragged around and that's just a little bit 
and that's only if oh, you're looking oh, for oh, it. Oh, 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 I see. But yeah, and uh, the demon faces always look dumb to me. Demon faces don't look great. There's one in this when Katie yeah. demon faces runs at a door, but I do like when she like busts through the door. That's pretty cool. That's cool. Oh my god, Katie's so strong. <laughs> she, yeah, because she ends up just going over to that house, and it's night twelve when uh, someone comes downstairs, and then it's the the camera with the infrared connect thing, and then you see someone stand up on from the couch. I love and that. And at first I was like, oh, Toby's back, and then it's like, oh no, that's fucking no, Katie. Because Katie was just sitting there that whole time i think that's pretty cool you that realize cool oh thing. she's been there that whole time yeah so yeah the main characters or at least alex by uh, at this point has met katie and is like hey you know the mom from across the street is back right <laughs> and then alex's mom is like oh she must be feeling better <laughs> like no, no no she doesn't seem like she was ever actually sick and she's just back and is also really weird that's fine. <laughs> so yeah, but Robbie is now back with his quote unquote mom across mm-hmm. the street. And I think that's the night when we get the scene in the garage where <laughs> yeah. uh, Alex hears the garage door. So she like, like opening and closing. So she goes in there and it ends up like locking her inside and the car turns on on its own, filling the garage with smoke. Yeah. And I told you this, I remember seeing this in a theater or maybe just in the natural science auditorium at oh, University where they of would Michigan. screen stuff early they would screen i saw stuff. toy story three toy story toy story toy story three i saw toy story three there early <laughs> yeah i saw this i think early and when she finally drives the car backwards through the garage door and escapes this the fucking theater cheer <laughs> which i find so funny just That's like so funny you did it alex yeah. you got out of there but that made me wonder why don't garages have like Things to prevent that from happening. I don't know. You want to have it at least a little bit climate controlled. I guess. And just be open in your garage to the elements. There's plenty of garages, though, that are just open on the front. What? Yeah. Not a good garage. No, but. That's a fucking lean to you. <laughs> <laughs> the dad comes in and is like, hey, I've been a bad dad. Let's go get dinner or oh, something. Yeah. And so he goes and takes. Alex out to dinner, which is good because while they're gone, Katie decides to come back over and is just flinging people around. She's like, she's flinging the mom around. The mom hits the ceiling and just falls down hard. Yeah, mom dead from that. Yeah. Then Ben comes over because he lets himself in. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's like looking around and he gets his fucking neck twisted yeah his head gets turned backwards it does go pretty far around yeah it's cool katie snaps his neck pretty hard and then puts him in the closet that's where where we're like oh my god katie look at the bees (laughs) (laughs) for all we know she did stand there just all night (laughs) what happens to her dad oh um so they're driving back to the house and while they're in the car they notice that katie and wyatt are heading back to katie's house and they're like, all right, that's weird. Um, that's our fucking kid. That's our kid. The dad says, I'm going to go follow them into Katie's house. And Alex is going to go investigate their house to check if the mom is okay. She's not. She did. She goes upstairs and she decides to call Ben for help. And his phone rings and it's in the closet. Yeah. So then when she goes and checks on the closet, I thought this was a weird edit. And I wonder if maybe some stuff was taken out. Yeah. Because... Well, one, I don't know for sure if she saw Ben's body. I I think think she did. I think, I mean, I would assume that she did, but it's not super clear. And then, yeah, she gets 
knocked down and dragged towards the door. Yeah, but then it cuts and we're back to her POV where she's holding the camera or whatever and she's running across the... So yeah. what... Like how... I don't know. I think I think something was taken out there yeah, because that, that, that cut didn't make any sense. It's very abrupt and very like, wait, what? She was just being dragged Yeah, I was, I was really confused. Yeah. Yeah. So she runs great. across the street to get her dad and dad is also being thrown around and that's when Katie shows up and gets all demon face and is fucking chasing her like Nikki Cross around this house. <laughs> Katie in this has Nikki Come Cross play energy. with Katie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they could play cousins or something. They look, they remind me of each other a little bit. I want to meet Katie. I know me too. I really, really want to meet because I think she's a very good actress mm-hmm. and she's someone who like, I think they got so lucky having her for all these movies. She really is this connecting thread that these movies are not nearly as fun or interesting if Katie isn't there to kind of wrap it all up because that's the stuff I'm at this point in the series caring about. Definitely. It's less about the the scares, even though those are fun, and more about like what the fuck is going on with this cult. Katie and Toby and yeah this cult Mm -hmm. which we see once more after Alex escapes Katie by going out a window and yeah uh, yeah and then she finds Wyatt and that's when she like she like turns around and there's just a ton of people a deluge of it's witches. really cool yeah and presumably this is the sacrifice that I think earlier in the movie uh, Alex is reading some book about covens or something and realizes oh this stage of a demon possessing a kid it's like the last thing required to make this transition permanent is you need to sacrifice a virgin and alex is like ah ha, ha, i'm a virgin i'm not gonna worry about it whatever yeah. <laughs> but presumably this is the the sacrifice yeah because katie demon faces demon at her faces, yeah. and uh that's that yeah so we assume alex was killed as a sacrifice and Possibly. robbie who the fuck knows who, who where did that robbie? guy go what is robbie I don't know. The filmmakers don't know. I don't think they also don't. As, as far as I can tell, I again, I did not read any anything pertaining to the next two because we are gonna watch them now because I have questions <laughs> that I need answered. But uh, at the time of like this movie coming out, they did an interview where like they were saying like, oh, fans were were saying, oh. They, they were coming up with their own ideas for sequels and a lot of them involved Alex still being alive. So a lot of fans thought maybe she was still alive. I don't think she comes back in any no, of these other I, ones. No, I glanced at her filmography. I didn't <laughs> I see any other this, paranormal yeah. activities. But who knows? I also love that even just down to little things like um, Robbie, when he's kind of unpacking his shit, when he's coming over to stay for a few days, he's like unpacking all this weird crap from his bag. He has a fork. He has a fork and he just goes, this fork tells the future it's yeah, very what the old fuck was that apparently they just let this kid riff <laughs> <laughs> that was that kid improvising fuck yeah it was they just let him improv dude they were like okay unpack your bag of props what the fuck <laughs> that's was... literally a uh a short form improv game yes it's like pulling it something out and is. explaining what... a whose line is it anyway game okay and the scene is you're a demon kid moving in with his neighbors <laughs> unpack this bag <laughs> oh that makes me <laughs> like fucking colin mockery just like it's my <laughs> fork that tells the future and then william brady comes out and makes up a song about it <laughs> <laughs> i just i love though that fans were like 
what does this fork mean? Like, what could, and I was wondering too, like, Ooh, how's this going to play? Like what weird layer are we adding to this? No, they just let this 10 year old kid improv a scene and kept it. God damn it. (laughs) Cool. That about sums up (laughs) the approach to this movie, I think. Yeah. And like, you know, it's, it is weird. Cause again, I like that. I like all the other ones and it's like the same people involved in this one. I don't know. You can't, you can't win them all. You can't. It's okay. Sometimes you're going to make a bad movie. It happens to the best of us. I forget. Is Ghost Dimension considered worse than this one? I believe so, yeah. Oh, no. I think when I Googled it, it had a 15%. What year was that? Do you remember? No. Okay. So I'm just kind of <laughs> bracing myself for that shit. Because that one apparently, and this was before we decided to do both of these, and I think this is something that's established early on, so I don't really think it's a spoiler. Apparently in I believe Ghost Dimension, the family in that one discovers a camera that can film supernatural things. So it's not even like, oh, we're setting up cameras tonight, but this is like magic camera. (laughs) I don't know. I also forget which one has time travel. I think it's that one. I think it's that one. I'm kind of ready for that one. Bring on the time travel. I mistakenly thought this one was the one with time travel and was really sad when it wasn't because that was kind of like the spice I needed at the end of this one. (laughs) But nope. Yeah, she like goes across the street and it's the house from the third one, like from the 80s. Oh, fuck. And she's the babysitter or some dumb shit. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, that's Paranormal Activity 4. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were going to end our coverage of the series here, but I guess we're no, going to keep going. We're going to keep the pool open. <laughs> we're extending <laughs> Is it pool. Adult Swim? Then? Adult Swim, yeah. We're extending burp, pool hours. Burp, 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 no, we, burp. we don't have cool enough bumpers to be Adult Swim. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Well, but I think... I think next week we're gonna do something. Yeah, let's different. Take a I'm break. thinking of doing a Would You Rather episode. Okay. So if you've got Would You Rather's, email them. Do that. Deadmeatpod at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, then we'll get back to it with marked ones, which I think is uh. It's I'm fun. very interested. In- and it's a change of scenery, like I said. Mm-hmm. I remember that much. Yeah. Cool. And I do remember them. They're in apartments, and they they use uh, a string or rope or something and lower a camera down a vent to look into yeah, the apartment no. below them. The, creepy just talking about yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That'll be good. Uh, uh, yeah. So that's the plans right now. Um, any, we're mostly done with conventions. We'll be in, oh, we'll be at Midsummer Scream. We will be in Toronto for SummerSlam. That's right. I if guess you're a Canuck. If you're going to be at SummerSlam and you see us say hi. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, I think that'll be finally like the last big, like we're winding down. I think after that, the only thing we have is Jareth's Labyrinth Ball, yes, which is we'll just a one night too. thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're nearly done with our crazy fucking summer. It has been a blast. Yeah. But holy shit. Wow. We slept after Comic-Con. We slept for 11 hours mm-hmm. that first that night nice. in our own bed. It was dope. Yeah. And uh, we're very fortunate to have the opportunity like to be able to do yeah it's it's been great like i this has been such a great summer i just and i I am also very grateful that people are enjoying the paranormal activity coverage because it again like this really really saved me a lot of stress and oh yeah Yeah, so thank you for being understanding Mm -hmm. and uh yeah we got more ahead and we'll return to normality 
in September, yes. briefly before the Halloween season. I know. Kicks I was gonna in. say like, oh no, it's our sweep season. <laughs> October, fucking yep. October. I just, love it, but I also am like, oh, just boy. think about November, honey, and that'll be you know, just think about <laughs> a couple of months from now. <laughs> No, October is great. It's going to be great. I'm excited. Yeah. It's uh, the best month. Until next week. Oh, yeah. Just social media at Dead Meat James, uh, Twitter and Instagram. Oh, I'm at Carebeck, <laughs> C-R-E-B-E-C-C on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want merch, store.com. I just designed a bunch of new shirts. I haven't released them yet, but like they're coming. Dude, three, three new shirts. I think there's three new ones. And yeah. they're of stuff that y'all fucking love. Yeah. So it's going to be real cool. Including one that I don't think anyone would have thought I would have turned into merch, but I did. I figured out a way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but until all that, I'm James. I'm Chelsea. And this has been the Dead Meat Podcast. Thank you.